Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a teaching with TBA rabbinic resident David Kaplinsky. So this past week, Dr. Fauci of the CDC announced that the U.S. is out of the most intense phase of the pandemic. While still stressing that COVID-19 is and will be with us indefinitely, he cited several factors that led him to this determination. 220 million people have two doses of the vaccine, with 100 million of them boosted. Probably more than 60% of adults and 75% of children have already been infected with COVID, affording them some protection. There is a large availability of antiviral drugs now to combat its worst effects. And because of all this, even as numbers are increasing in parts of the country, hospitalizations are dramatically down. Now, these are developments we can certainly celebrate, albeit cautiously. At the same time, we must keep in mind the past two and a half years of struggle that have preceded this very delayed celebration. Nearly one million people have perished in the U.S. alone from coronavirus, with black and brown people, as well as poorer communities, bearing a disproportionate portion of the, of the loss and suffering, with over six million people lost across the world. This past week, we commemorated the unfathomable murders of six million of our people in the Shoah, and while not at all equivalent, it certainly provides us some perspective on just how massive and how terrible a number like six million human beings lost really is. So how do we, as those who thank God have survived this pandemic, remember the loss and pain of these past years while finding ways to move forward from it anew? Our Parsha, Ahare Mot, after death, gives us a few models for rebirth after tremendous loss. The Parsha begins with God speaking to Moses after the deaths of Aaron's two sons, Nadav and Avihu, when they approached God too closely. This cataclysm, this cataclysm required some kind of personal and communal response. And so God instructs a series of purification rituals that become the ancient Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement or Cleansing. Now, what is notable about these instructions is that they do not only apply to Aaron and his family who experience the loss most acutely. Rather, the rituals are developed in concentric circles, beginning with the high priest, progressing through other functionaries, the sanctuary building itself, and then ultimately arriving to the entire Israelite nation. The Torah then tells us that each of these groups is in need of cleansing when the sanctuary and the community has become defiled with tragic death. Now, why should this be? Well, if we take our own situation for comparison, while the worst of the death and suffering of COVID may not have affected each and every one of us personally, the unexpected and traumatic loss of a million people in our country and millions throughout the world cries out for us to confront it to recognize it as we emerge into better times and find a way to commemorate it and provide ourselves with cleansing. 
And indeed, even as we process this unfathomable loss in the world, we each need to recognize what we have individually lost as a result of this pandemic. While some of us indeed may have lost loved ones to COVID, all of us have lost opportunities for connection with those dear to us, years of in-person work or education, times of celebration and joy, and perhaps even a little piece of who we used to be before the pandemic. I found that for myself, that in all our understandable eagerness to get back to normal, it can be very easy to go back to our lives pretending that none of this loss ever happened. Society in many ways demands this of us, that we carry on with our work and not think too hard about how the past few years have affected us. But what our Parsha is telling us is that this approach, this approach is not a spiritually healthy way forward. The only way we can truly move forward into a better future is by finding a way to acknowledge and to cleanse ourselves from the suffering that has been felt all around us and in our own hearts. Now, of course, we no longer sacrifice animals to achieve this cleansing. And so we have to find our own ways to acknowledge, to find this cleansing, to move forward from this cataclysmic time. For me, even writing and speaking this Devar Torah was one way to do that. And I think Owen's parents offered a, a beautiful um, example of how we can really take to heart what we've been through as we move into celebratory times. And I really appreciated that and uh, we'll, we'll certainly remember that. But we, meet, we may each find our own personal and unique methods for doing so. And our community organizations may find others. Whether it be through prayer, through writing, therapy, meditation, commemoration, art, or another method, creating these cleansing rituals will hopefully help us to ease the pain and burden that we are all carrying from these difficult times. At the same time, as we face up to the real tragedy that we have experienced, it's also important that we carry with us all the positive lessons and the little gifts we discovered during the worst of the pandemic. In writing this Devar Torah, I happened to discover on my laptop that in 2020, I had also written a Devar Torah uh, for this Parsha, shortly after the pandemic began. What I found in it was a real reminder of what I hoped then would be the positive outcome of those difficult times. And so here's a little piece of what I wrote. We don't have the solution to this virus, but we do have the time to look at our lives before this pandemic and think about what we are proud of, of what we want to continue with, as well as the opportunities we missed out on, experiences and people we didn't fully appreciate, and ways in which we fell short in building our spiritual lives and a more loving, just world. How must our lives be different after this isolation? How can we take tragedy and the pain all around us and transform it into more gratitude, more compassion, more bravery, and more effort to take part in our sacred obligations to this earth and all who dwell on it? For me, this message in a bottle is a wake-up call for me to strive to dedicate myself 
to such holy endeavors as a way of commemorating all we have lost. This message reminds me that the spiritual, emotional cleansing that we must take part in is a necessary first step to allow our better, stronger, more open-hearted selves to emerge. This, then, is what I pray for each of us, for our country and for the world. That we have the courage to acknowledge our great losses, to seek out paths to personal and communal cleansing from those losses, and allow ourselves to recommit to bringing into the world the lessons we learned from this pandemic. May we all find the cleansing that we need. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.